Family, welcome back to another episode. In today's episode of the Fearless Footballers Podcast, we're going to be talking about my under-12s state team football journey. Spoke, touched on it a little bit in the previous episode, but wanted to go deeper because there's quite a big story to this, and there's a lot of fear and self-doubt within this story that I experienced and overcome. And a lot of it stems from just the fear of failure, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of what other people were going to say, the fear of uh, letting mum and dad down was a big one as well. That's always been a big one of mine. And it definitely held me back for a long period until I could mentally get through that. That's when I could start to perform. All right. So I wanted to take you through that experience. If you're 10, 11, 12, even 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, going through these state teams and being able to represent South Australia, Queensland, Victoria, wherever you are, it's an incredible experience, but also you're coming up against the best players in the state. So you start to question yourself, am I actually good enough? And that's something that I was doing a lot throughout my trialing period of trying to make the under 12 state team. And I was able to ended up making the state team, made the 15s, made the 16s, made the 18s. So I made all the state teams, but I think the under-12s one really was a significant one for me. So I'm going to take you back to where it all sort of started. Basically, what you did was you just trialed for the under-12s team. All right, so you put your name down, you register. There probably would have been, it felt like 500 kids out there. There was so many um, different kids and people got invited at different times because obviously not everyone could make that certain day. There was um, country kids that come down from different areas. I remember going out with James Rowe. Um, I spoke about him in my last episode a little bit as well and our experience and competitiveness against each other. And we got split up into different teams. I was in a team where I didn't really know anyone. You just play small-sided games of against each other for three days, I think it was. And then at the end of that, they pick a squad um, that goes through to the next stage. I remember my first couple games and I could not go near the ball or if I did go near the ball, I wouldn't really do anything with it and I was so disappointed with myself after it. I was literally in tears because football was everything to me. I had a little bit of a name in Adelaide, so that was another extra pressure that I put on myself and that was definitely around as well because when you're 12, 13, 14, kids are going to speak to each other. They're going to talk shit to put you down and try to bring you down to their level and those sorts of things. And no one could really experience kind of the pressure that I was under because my dad had just finished his career. He was at the highest of highs playing so many games and having so many achievements, accomplishments that I coming through was expected to also achieve. And there was a lot of extra pressure there that around school and those sorts of things was there as well. So I was just absolutely in tears. I was like, I'm not going back out there. I don't want to play. I remember mum coming up to me after one of the games and trying to give me some food and I didn't want a bar of it because felt like I didn't deserve it. I yeah was just not playing well at all. And I also remember James coming up to me um, during that time and just, I can't remember exactly what, it's, what he said, but him and mum were saying very similar things as just let it go, just go out there and play your natural game. Don't worry about making the team. Just go out there, play your game. We know that's good enough to make it. And once you do that, you'll play really well. And um, 
yeah, sort of once I had that moment, had that cry and I got past that, I started to play some of the best football that I had played. Um, obviously, it's a small-sided game. You're going up against heaps of different kids, but um, at different levels, I just I kind of just release the shackles and go, you know what? Stuff this. Like, if I make it, I make it. If I don't, I don't. I'm just going to go out there and just play football. And that's exactly what I did for the rest of that day and the couple of days after that as well. I just went out and played and was lucky enough to get through to the next stage with James as well. Um, we went right the way through until the last sort of cutoff and picking the team, um, which was, yeah, just a reflection of not putting too much pressure on yourself, um, soaking up the moment, enjoying the moment, but you just got to play footy. Like I play my best football when I am relaxed, I'm feeling good, I'm not really thinking about anything, not overthinking it, just going out there and playing on instinct and playing off what I know best um, because I do have some natural and raw talent there from dad playing football and watching him growing up and playing and those sorts of things. So I think just going out there and playing is super, super important. And we both went on into the next lot of trials and we were, we were both performing really, really well. Uh, we had a, what's called a Sapsaza Carnival, which is a week of football um, where you go up against other kids. I was... We were both um, in year six, so it was year sixes and sevens. Obviously, there's a big jump between those two age groups with puberty and those sorts of things as well because we were 11, 12, 13 years old. There's a lot of big differences. There's a couple of big boys out there. Similar sort of stuff. During that Sapsaza Carnival, I really, really struggled. I was in year six. I was not really performing that well at all. I know James, I think he was performing really, really well. So I put the pressure on myself to perform really well because he was performing well I'm I'm a good footballer I know I'm a good footballer but I'm not performing so the pressure just keeps on climbing and the nervousness the anxiety and you know coaches are watching and that that sort of thing as well and you just go why why is it not clicking for me why is it not clicking and I watched a lot of vision dad was recording my games he would sit there with a camera recording it during the breaks, we'd go home, we'd watch those games and be like, this is what you could have done. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I want you to do. And I know watching those games, I always performed better after it because I like to see myself and what I'm doing because it gives you a good reality check of what dad, mum and dad are seeing and what they, like they can tell you everything that they need to. But if you don't see it yourself, it's really hard to visualize and imagine. So Dad videoing them games was an absolute blessing because I could see myself. I could go, okay, yep. Like I might not agree with everything that mum and dad are saying at the time, but when it comes to game time, that their presence, their thought process, what they're saying to me pops into my mind straight away. And I'm like, yep, this is what I need to do. And I go out and do it. And that's the power of watching your vision, watching your games back. And it's something I highly recommend if you can do it, to go out there and do it because it is super, super powerful. Probably half the halfway point of that week, that's when I started to perform really, really well um, and took the pressure off. I knew what I needed to go out there and do because I had watched myself and just performed really, really well. Um, and then following on from those trials, we had more trials with the state team. There was heaps of different games. It was the, it felt like the process was like like four four months long of 
excuse me, trialing and trying to get into this state team. So that was uh, a really, really cool experience. It come to the last day and the last testing day um, at, was game day. We played six 20-minute quarters or six 25-minute quarters, something like that. It was ridiculously long, but they just wanted to see who could perform, who could last the longest. I knew I was very, very fit, um, so I could get through. But even at the end of that, I was absolutely stuffed. Um, and me and James both played really, really well. And come to the end of it, I was lucky enough to have my name read out. James didn't. And that was crazy because he was one of the best footballers out there. He was naturally gifted, but his feedback was he was too small. And coming up against the Victorians, who are always a lot bigger than us at that age, he wouldn't be able to compete with them, uh, which looking back on it now was was absolutely ridiculous because he was one of the smartest, one of the most silkiest players out there. And just because of his height, he didn't get picked. Um, but that's the reality of not only football, but life as well. There's going to be different circumstances that pop up and for some reason, whether it's to do with the politics, whether it's to do with who you know, not what you know, there's going to be times in your life where it seems really, really unfair. And for him, I couldn't imagine of what he was going through because he was one of the best footballers out there for sure and definitely should have made it. Um, so there would have been self-doubt going through his mind, but I was lucky enough uh, to make that team. But then when I went over to, uh, we went to Canberra. So we played quite a few games against older kids before going over. We played against the under-13s Glenelg team. We played against under-13s Sturt team. This was all in South Australia. Uh, and then I didn't play that well during those matches. Um, definitely, definitely didn't play that well. Went over to Canberra and I was shocking. Uh, Dad was like, like, what is going on? Like, this is not you. This is not how you play football. And I knew it myself as well. Looking back, I'm like, just go out there and play the game. Like I was just trying to fit in. That's all I was trying to do was just to fit in because I didn't want to dominate and put myself out there and uh, that fear of failure again and fear of judgment and what other people were thinking of me. That was just going through my head and sub I think subconsciously as well. I was just I was just wanted to fit in. Like I didn't want to go over and above for some, whatever reason. I think it was because I was playing against other people that I didn't know. I didn't know if I was better then. And you just have all those thoughts going through your head. And it wasn't until pretty much the last game against Victoria, where it was pretty much a grand final because we were both undefeated, where I pulled out my best footy. I stopped thinking. I was just like, I'm just going to go out there and play football. And mum and dad said it was the best game that they've seen me play. And it's like, why did it take me seven six games I think until I could play a really good game of football and it's all mental I knew I could do it physically I knew what I was capable of but it was all mental and it was all fear it was literally all fear I didn't have the confidence in myself to go out and just play football and when I stop thinking when I just go out there and enjoy the moment I just I play my best football and I think that is the same for a lot of people we overthink we put the pressure on ourselves to perform um, and it just, it doesn't work. It creates a lot of tension. It creates a lot of anxiety. So the biggest thing that I hope that you take away from this episode is just relax, just enjoy the process. Just go out there, play your, play on instinct. 
Don't overthink it. Don't think you have to be a meter in this position over here because that's what your coach said. If you, At the end of the day, if you go out there and get the footy and pass it to your teammate and put, you, put your team in a better position, they're not going to get angry at you because you're standing a meter in a different position. So things like that, I think, are pretty valuable. And I hope that you can take something away and just don't let that fear hold you back. So enjoy yourselves, stay fearless, go out there and just play football.